All right, guys, welcome to the very first one of a kind, first of its kind um, podcast that uh, we're going to be doing here at Prof for Contractors. Um, still going to be working out the name, but I'm looking at uh, Champion CEO Contractors as far as sort of the, what we're going to be giving it. I'm here with my man, Matt. He's our uh, mindset master, um, you know, focusing on helping people, you know, get a strong mind. And uh, yeah, we're going to just be rifting it today. Uh, with this first podcast and I guess Matt's going to be interviewing me asking me questions and um, you know our goal today is to really kick off uh, this first podcast so that you guys know what the hell we're all about why we're doing this and uh, where are we going with it and I guess that's it so Matt I'll give it over to you uh, as far as my, my interview master. All right I just want to say hey to everyone thanks for uh, checking this podcast out and uh, we'll roll right into it. So I guess the first question everyone wants to know is why I do a podcast? What's, what's the purpose of this here thing? Yeah, I'll be honest with you. Um, I'm always honest, but the thing is, you know, I've been thinking about doing a podcast for, for a little bit um, from time to time, but I've been hearing a lot of people that have been watching our videos, uh, whether, whether that's uh, our clients, uh, part of the Champion CEO family, you know, it's, that we're working with as first the contractors that we work with have been saying to me, you know, Andrew, how come you don't have a podcast, man? Like you'd be, it'd be great to do a podcast with all the challenging topics that you cover off. Uh, and then there's been a lot of people just, just part of some of the groups that we have. We have the contractor tips group, We've got thousands and thousands of awesome contractors. I consider you guys all still part of my family um, and any contractor out there in the world um, that's, you know, that's really serious about trying to, to grow their business. Um, you know, that, that really takes being a skilled tradesperson uh, with pride. And, uh, and you know, I'm super passionate about, about helping contractors. I'll, I'll get into the why in just a little bit. But on the podcast side, it's just, I think we can reach more people. And it's all about helping more people. Um, you know, I'll talk a little bit about my story, maybe in a little bit. Uh, but, uh, you know, I want to help over 100,000 contractors out there have a better life. Um, get more freedom, get more control, get more wealth, and honestly, get their profits to pay for their freedom, okay? And truly become a champion CEO. Uh, champion CEO does not just mean, um, yeah, I mean, first impressions when people say, oh, you mean you help them become better business owners? And then my response is, no, I help them become champion CEOs. But yeah, that's, that's what you do, right? I go, no, they're like, I don't understand. I'm like, champion CEO is the champion CEO of your life. Not just of your business. Your business is, is a tool. It's, it's a way to give you that control, that freedom, that wealth, whatever that definition is for you, uh, for you guys listening in. But yeah, that's, uh, that's sort of why I want to do this podcast, is just reach as many people as possible. Amazing. Yeah. Um, so what's the specific value uh, that you want to infuse into each episode? Well, I think there's so many topics, right? Like literally there's, I'm not joking, there's, you know, hundreds and hundreds of topics that, that come up. Um, and then there's thousands and thousands of questions, right? Uh, the, the reality is, you know, as far as value is that contractors for the most part, as far as wearing the hat of a business owner are alone in, you know, getting the insights that they need to truly, truly to become a champion CEO to, you know, so if we're just looking at the business side of things, you know, they don't, have the education you know nobody's really sat down with them to share with them here's 
you know, how to look at, at certain aspects of the business, whether that's the hiring, whether that's, you know, retention, whether that's, you know, landing clients, you know, marketing, nobody's talking marketing. I mean, think about this. Marketing is a profession. Would you agree, Matt? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Sales. Is that a profession? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, weird. you know, being, uh, reading your numbers and being, you know, financially, you know, apt. Is that, is that a profession? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, we, I can keep going on and on. Isn't it a funny thing though, as an entrepreneur, as a, as a fellow contractor, fellow tradie, we're, we're expected, especially when we start out, unless we start out with millions of dollars and we're already laughing, you know, we're not the Googles. We're not the apples. We're not the, the large corps, you know, that have got money to be able to afford to hire a person for every single position, you know, where, the, where they are experts. We've got to do it all, right? We've got to wear all those fucking hats, man. We've got to wear hats and like have an undiagnosed version of schizophrenia, like 24 seven. On top of that, we have to wear those hats and nobody's showing us how to, what, what that actually means or how to do it, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, um, you know, when I look at, at the Valley, when I look at what we're bringing to the table is really to number one, let them know they're not alone and let them know that there's freaking answers and let them know that there's a, there's, there's a recipe for success for their business and that they can fucking do this. They can learn these things. Um, and it's not that they have to do them forever, but there's a certain baseline of foundational principles in each one of those hats that if they don't get it, it's a goddamn gong show. You know, we gotta, you know, I ever, all you guys listening in that are contractors, you know it, man, you're fucking, you guys are beasts. You guys are animals, whether that's the husband, whether that's the wife, if it's a family business, by the way, this is not just for the guys out there. All right. This is for any partner that could be uh, that could be a, a woman, could be man. Okay, um, whatever that is. Um, there's no question that in my mind that some that the hardest workers out there, in, in my personal opinion, are tradespeople. So um, you know, working with your hands, sweating, you know, uh, putting your body, abusing your body, you know, and then having to use your mind at the same time. And wear all these hats. So yeah, we're here to let you guys know that there's a better way of doing things, and you're not alone. And uh, yeah, and and we have. I'll be straight up with you. We have a, a lot of the answers. I wouldn't say all the answers. I wouldn't say the best answers. Christ, I'm still learning today. You know, people sometimes say, Andrew, you're a master of you know contracting businesses. I said, bullshit, dude. I'm trying to become a master. I'll never call myself that like efficient, like to say that I'm done becoming a master. I mean, you're, you're, you're our mindset mastery coach, right, Matt? Um, and you're constantly improving yourself. We all are, right? Um, so yeah, I think that's the big thing. I want you guys to understand you're not alone. You can, you can have a much better business and a much better business provides a much better life. And you don't have to be working so hard for so little. Uh, and it is a journey, but you can get answers and, and we're gonna, I'm gonna do my damnedest to bring those answers to the table, and even more importantly, get you to be thinking about the right questions. You know, mm-hmm. questions are actually more powerful than the answers. And I think a lot of us, including me, when I had my contracting business, and we'll get into that in a minute, but I didn't even know what fucking questions to be asking myself. Mm-hmm. So if you don't know even what questions to ask yourself, 
how the hell are you going to be able to get the answers to get this business to work? You know, and the solution is not 80, 90, 100 fucking hours a week and putting more time in. You know, I'm kicking off this podcast, everybody, and this, you know, I'm going to look back at this in years to come. And there's some crazy shit going on right now. We've got this coronavirus thing happening and uh, it's a gong show out there. And it's, you know, your situations out there, guys, is not going to get any easier. I'm not going to fluff it. I'm not going to bullshit. It's not going to get easier. But there's one thing I know that you guys have, that I have, that I think most contractors that are owners have, is our resiliency. We're tough as shit. You can't keep us down. But with that being said, you need to have the right guidance so you don't have to do it so hard. You know, you, you know um, at least make it easier. Right. So that's it. That's, that's, you know, that's some of the value, man. I mean, you know, that's it on every aspect of, of business. I want to bring every aspect of business, man, from, you know, what, what's got to happen inside the business, you know, how you got to look at things and what kind of leader you, you want to consider becoming. What does that mean? What does that look like? What, 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 what are the things you have to do? You know, how to balance this business in life. Like, fuck, it's not just about business, man. All we do is focus on business. I guarantee you, you're set up for failure, right? And a lot of you guys listening in, you know what I'm talking about. I mean, we've prioritized that because we have told ourselves ethically that we're doing this for our family, right? We're doing this to, to put food on the table, all this hard work and all this time. At the same token, sacrifice does have to be made but we can't be using, you know, there's one thing, you know, getting scar tissues. There's one thing, you know, getting bruises throughout this in some form or fashion, whether it's mentally or physically. But having something sacrificed, like given up, like your family, like times without your kids, and that it's going to get better, I'll get to it sometime. It's fucking bullshit. That's got to stop right now, right? It doesn't mean you're going to flick a switch and be perfect, but man, we got to have some form of balance, man. Otherwise, we're not doing this with the right purpose. We can't be sacrificing all the things that we love and are dear to our heart um, to the degree that's literally a sacrifice. You just can't do that because you're never going to get that shit back. And what's going to stick with you the rest of your life is that, is that you know, guilt of... You know, yeah, I did sacrifice. Yeah, I missed that moment. Guys, so that's part, you know, part of the value is, is, is allowing you to real time as you listen to these podcasts is to take this shit and be able to put it into play. Like, you know, not in fucking 90 days, 100 days, a fucking 1,000 days. Like, listen to these podcasts, get insights, and during the podcast, pause it. If you got something, fucking go make it happen. You know, and and benefit and have a better life, both for you and your family. So that's that. Yeah. So I guess the the thing that comes to my mind right now is it's a tip slash your story. So how, how and when did you decide to to take on take on life in that way? Because obviously, at some point, uh, you had to make that decision. And and tell us a bit about about how that came. Yeah, actually, I'm going to tell you that in just a second. You want to hear something funny? I, I've had this freaking headphones plugged into my phone this whole time. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Like, well, welcome to Andrew's world, guys. Like, a thousand miles an hour. I'm like, 
wait a second, how come I'm hearing them through my computer, right? So, <laughs> yeah, let's uh, get used to that, everybody. So, um, yeah, so a bit of my story is, can you still hear me now that it's, now that it's yeah. actually plugged in? Awesome. Yeah, a little, a little quieter. There you go. So part of my story is, you know, I own my own electrical contracting company. Uh, I'm an industrial controls licensed electrician, still licensed. Um, I'll never give up that license. Uh, it's just one of those things. Uh, so licensed electrician, 1993, you know, got my little Sparky's ring, uh, George Brown College. And, you know, uh, was running my own electrical contracting company um, for over a decade. And I'll be straight up with everybody. It was fucking hell. It was absolute hell. Uh, in the beginning, it was sort of glorious. I uh, just needed, you know, a couple of guys. I could manage it. It was like, yeah, this is great. You know, making some money. Uh, I was able to stay on top of things somewhat. Um, I was lucky I had, I had an amazing wife uh, that was able to help me out on the bookkeeping and paperwork and things of that nature. And in the beginning, it was, you know, when I say the beginning, like the first six, nine months, it was like, wow, this is cool. I'm so glad I'm not working for somebody. Like, you know, I got control. I can come and go as I please. Meanwhile, I, I was putting in, you know, 50, 60 hours. But I was like, yeah, well, I was sort of doing that when I was working for somebody anyways. Um, I was always driven by, Hey, let's do put in the overtime, make some extra money, right? Pay off the mortgage type of mindset. But anyway, started my own business and, and then in a blink it went from, yeah, this is, this is pretty good gig to like, Oh my God, what did I get myself into? You know, 20 some guys later, um, you know, big projects later. Um, and I'll never forget, you know, the coming home, you know, I was late for the hundredth time. And it was a Friday and I was supposed to be home at five o'clock, go out for dinner with my, my wife. I had a newborn, um, a son and my daughter was like maybe was two years old, Maddie and, uh, and Mikey. I came through the door at seven o'clock and, you know, the old typical, you know, oh yeah, I'll be home. I'll be home. You know, and she sent me all these reminders, you know, back then didn't have texts, everybody, um, dating myself. But, you know, the phone, you know, phone calls, the messages, the, the pager, right? The old dee, 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 dee. See the old pager go off looking at the number. Oh, shit, there's, there's the number. There's, there's Jen. Yeah, 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 I'll be home. Yeah, I'll be home. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, so again, comes to the door at 7 o'clock. And when I saw the, you know, I, can't, I, was, I was always seeing this look of disappointment, but I was just water off the duck's back, whatever. She'll get over it. But that time I walked in, and, and I don't know if it was different, but I saw it as being different. I just saw, you know, and the babysitter sitting there and I'm like, fuck, what, how did I do this again, man? Like, how did this happen? And I, <clears throat> and I didn't want that to happen. <clears throat> I didn't, I didn't intend to be late again, but I was, and this literally happened hundreds of times. And, uh, I said, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll clean up. I was exhausted. I just worked like 80 hours. And I remember the dirt and grease in my hands. I'm like, yeah, okay. So take off my work boots and run upstairs. And, and I remember like feeling stress across my chest. I just had a stress test. I think it was like two weeks prior, two, three weeks prior on the treadmill. Uh, thinking that I was having heart problems. And, you know, then the doctor's like, no, you're, you're pretty lucky. Uh, you're actually in pretty good shape. Um, Back then, I was I was in pretty good shape. Uh, I would, took pride in being strong and stuff of that nature. I'd hit the weights every once in a while, but uh, the doctor was like, "Yeah, but if you continue like this, 
you're definitely going to have heart problems. So, but it, and it wasn't just, uh, it was stress, anxiety, all that stuff. When I look back at it, I didn't, I didn't go see anybody back then, but I was having anxiety attacks and shit like that. Waking up in the middle of the night, fucking soaking wet hair. You know, I remember dreading getting up to go for a pee because I couldn't turn off my brain. I was like, fuck, did I order the material? Did I order that pipe? Did, you know, did the guys know where they're going tomorrow? Like, you know, do I got to call that customer? Fuck, do I got to, do I got to invoice? Shit. I think I was, I was supposed to pick up, pick up a check someplace. Where the fuck, where, where's that? You know, like it's honestly, uh, honestly God chaos. Anyway, so run up the stairs, jumped in the shower. And when I jumped in the shower, I jumped in. <laughs> I'll never forget this. And it, it, it was the cold, it was the cold shower. Like I was like, I didn't, I don't have time for fucking hot. I don't have time for the hot shower. I just, I got to have a shower. I just got to get this dirt off me. And so, um, yeah, it hit me. I was just like, I woke up right. Just for in that moment. Cause I was exhausted. I could have fucking slept in the shower. Like literally I was out of time. I could just put my hand on that and just like gone to sleep. Um, so, you know, good thing it was cold, but anyways, I, um, yeah, it hit me and I was like, what the fuck am I doing here? what's happened? It's bl- I blinked. I'm like, man, almost a decade's gone past here and this is not getting better. This is like worse. And I think my marriage is at risk. And then I started thinking, I was just in that moment, things are really flashing through my head quickly. It was nuts, man. It was nuts. It was like, I don't know those moments you see on your movies now where it's like, you see a hundred different things, you know, in the moment. And I remember, you know, thinking about, man, I, even though I was, tried to be there for my kids physically or even my family. But I remember saying to myself, man, I haven't even hugged my wife in years. And I was saying that to myself because even though I'd hug her, I wasn't really hugging her. I wasn't even present. I wasn't, I was not thinking about hugging her. I was just going through the motions. And that was brutal. Like how, most of my life was just thinking about business 24 seven. And I, you know, I miss, I definitely missed events for sure. I missed some, birthdays or late or you know things of that nature or, or sometimes be not being present um not being at events to be honest with you sometimes better than being at events because i'd show up late and then i'd create a negative environment and then we get in a fight and all that kind of shit so then i made it a, a you know a disaster for everybody you know and i had a temper and i was sensitive and i thought you know i thought the world was against me and all the rest of that anyways you know, I realized I hadn't hugged my wife in a long time. And I was like, and then I started thinking about my kids. I'm like, fuck, this is crazy. This isn't worth it. I, th- something's got to change here. I'm like, and then I asked myself this question. I said, how, how could I, how can I build complex automation lines? I was, at the time, I was working at this brewery. And uh, I'd been contracted to automate this brewery line. Touch screen, servo motors, all this fucking creative stuff, which I, I love to do. I, I'll be honest with everybody listening. And I, I love being a tradesperson. I love working with my hands. I love seeing a form of intelligence, to be honest, sort of like fluffing my feathers of like, see, look how smart I am in the sense of like, look at what we built. Look what my, me and my team built here. Like this is fucking some smart shit, right? I love being a skilled person. My dad was one. My uncle was one. My brother was one. Like, you know, I was, I was born um, blue collar and I was proud of it. But uh, yeah, it hit me. I'm like, how can I build these complex automation lines and I can't run a fucking business. And in that moment, 
was the moment that I realized that I was a really good skilled tradesperson. I was a shitty business owner. I came to grips with that. It was a, a bit of a pride. I, mean, I think it was pride that got in the way of me not seeing that sooner. And plus the, 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 the question of me sacrificing my, my family, like for good, right? Uh, let alone fucking maybe having a heart attack, like that, that, which would be permanent, like bad. Uh, so yeah, I, I was like, wait a second, how is it? I, and then I asked myself the question, how is it I can aut build automation lines, but yet I can't, and then the word popped in, then I can't automate my business. It was the moment. I went, wait a second. Mm -hmm. I can look at my business the way I build an automation line. Then I can fucking build a business. And I, I'm actually feeling shivers going through this. Yeah. And it's emotional. I mean, seriously. So I remember going, I'm going to start right at the beginning. How do I build an automation line? I went to my whiteboard. And I fucking started drawing it out. Mm -hmm. right? I started, I started like basically sticky noting, like, okay, phone call, quote, you know, okay, do I just start a job? No, I don't. I do the pre-start, right? Okay, well, how do I do the quote? How's the quote feed the pre-start? What do you, what's pre-start, Andrew? Oh, you know, remember, Andrew, you look at automation lines like fucking sports. Well, what's pre-start? Well, what's the pre-game? Right, like what, what? What do we talk about in the dressing room before we fucking get it on the field? Like, or wait, what? What's the what's the what's the training we have to do before we get on the field? Like, who's the competition? How are we going? And I just started break. I basically laid out. I'll never forget this. Um, I never told anybody this, but the next morning after, so I ran downstairs. I told my wife. She was like, "Yeah, whatever." I mean, seriously, because she's pissed, like, I'm late again. And, uh, you know, after a while of, of trying to make things up with people, you, you know, I, Stephen Covey read a great, I read a great book, uh, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. It's an older book, but it's a great book. And he talks about the distance between stimulus and response uh, of how people react to things and how it's, you know, tied into the emotional bank account. And in life, you are depositing into this emotional bank account to another person. And you can do a, 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 a withdrawal, but if you take, you know, if you, if you take too much out, you go into overdraft and sometimes you can never get it back. And I was in overdraft big time. So anyways, I told my wife, woke up the next morning, like fucking, I was an early bird, still am. I wake up like four, four thirty. I woke up, man. It was, I think I went to go for a pee. It was like three thirty in the morning and I went to the whiteboard and that's how I used to lay out my jobs. And naturally, New. That's how I'd lay out jobs visually, right? I'd lay the blueprint, I'd lay it out, I'd draw it out. I'd like, yeah, and I laid it out, dude. And I was like, I can fucking do this. And I just started one piece at a time. Spent hundreds of thousands of dollars in specific training, like say learning how to read the financials and all this different stuff, marketing, sales, you know, from building agendas for team meetings. I mean, everything, dude, fucking change order forms. I mean, everything, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of, of tools and templates. And then I used it. And mm -hmm. I swear to God, within a year, my business was systemized and my, my fucking contracting business was running without me. And I had yeah. my biggest competitor come along and, and buy the business. And so my story, my, you know, long-winded story here is that I get it. I've been there. Mm -hmm. you know 
and there really is a recipe. There really is an order. You know, anybody listening in, whether you reach out for our help or not, try to look at your business like an automation line. Yeah. Yeah. What I heard you say, the one thing that stuck out as a tip, especially, I mean, I've heard you talk about this and, uh, and I, it just clicked in my head was that by getting it into an automated system in front of you laid out, correct me if I'm wrong, but it sounds like you're getting it out of your head. Totally. That's the shift is that because it's out there laid out and it's all out there just as when you like a blueprint. Yeah, like when you, you know, the, the point of doing therapy or any of these things where you talk to people is the, is the point is that you get it out so that it's not spinning in your head. So totally. you're, yeah, so people can think about this as, okay, I'm overwhelmed by all the things I have to do. So start downloading that stuff onto a whiteboard or onto a systematized, well, you guys offer that so they don't have to invent it luckily. But it's totally. like, get, think about it as like, oh, I'm overwhelmed in my head with all these hundred thousand things I got to manage, let's, I'm going to download this to this physical space and try and unburden myself. Absolutely. dude. And you know, you teach that as well. Um, when you do your, the mindset mastery aspect of things, uh, that's what you allow people to do. They'll get them to pause, Mm -hmm. breathe. I love the technique you use, right? Where literally, even me just saying it, I can feel myself like you get to breathe, you get to pause mentally, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, if you, if you take, if you took your head, it sounds crazy, but seriously, if you took your head and you shook it like this, no matter how smart you are, you wouldn't really be able to function because you just got too much going on and you can't see, you can't, you, you know, you can't see ahead of you. Because it's just too much noise going on all at the same time. So yeah, you know, and back to this coronavirus thing. I mean, talk about mindset. Like, let's, I don't know if you have any other questions for Matt, but uh, I mean, just add to this point is it doesn't matter whether it's, it's a specific area of your business, guys. Uh, whether it's around, you know, dealing with anxiety and stress. Um, I call, you know, there's it's different acronyms for, I'm a big acronym guy and I like the acronym for fear, which is false expectations appearing real. Now that's a great acronym for certain situations, but there are certain times where you should be fearful, but there's also times when you are being over fearful, right? Uh, you know, these emotions have been given to us so that we survive as humans, right? But if they're not, if you don't, if you don't get these things out of your head, then the problem, here's the other tip, getting things out of your head quickly takes emotion and turns it into logic. The reason I'm so good at building out, and still to this day, fucking, I, could, I love it, man. I love the fact that I can say I still, I can still do it. Um, because it's, it's like, it literally, for tradespeople, it is like riding a bike. But they can do incredibly complex things like literally skilled craftsmen type of things passed on from generation to generation back to the days of the Masons. Like seriously back fucking somehow handed over from the days of the pyramids. This is no bullshit. Like there wouldn't be a goddamn house around here. Wouldn't be a place for people to sleep. Wouldn't be electricity to be flick on a switch. Wouldn't be shit. If you didn't have tradespeople people building stuff, people don't get that. Okay. 
they, they love to use this stuff. They, they love the benefit from it, but they don't really understand the skill that went into, you know, I'm just looking at that block that's it there, you know, like, you know, building a block wall. Yeah, whatever. Oh, yeah, try to build it yourself. Yeah, like, yeah, it's just a block wall. Oh, it's just a roof. Also, what's some wires. Fucking you. you have no idea what goes, what had to go on and the skills, not just mental. Okay, I'm not bashing anybody. That's some computer genius here. But the difference between a skilled tradesperson and other people and a lot of other skills out there is they don't have to use their hands. Skilled tradespeople have to use their hands and their muscles. Okay? Everything. They have to use every sense of their body. Every ounce of what they have to fucking make shit happen. And that's, that to me is a skill in itself. So, yeah, I mean, so getting things out of your head, I think that's the biggest thing, man. And when you get things out of your head, you can see things logically, You're right? Like a checklist is logic, guys. I was able to build these automation lines really complex because I, t- I was able to take emotion out of it. Well, if after that happens, then this happens. And after that happens, this happens. And somebody said, no, no, you put that in front of that. I go, no, you can't do that. Skill trades people. Every one of you guys listening in, you are fucking masters of systems and you don't even know it. You, every single one of you guys, you know, I don't give a shit if you're doing spray foam, you know, I don't give a shit if you're doing plumbing, you know it. You're like, wait a second, is this, this is making sense? Andrew? Well, yeah, you, there is, you cannot do your trade without using a system in your head or steps in your head. And the ones that are the masters, most entrepreneurial contractors are the masters of systems in your head. Okay. Because they're able to process multiple hundreds and hundreds of steps and curveballs and different scenarios and read like a fucking massive Rubik's cube and go, of course, this is what you do. You do these fucking uh, 300 steps. Like guys, think about all the fucking things you do. Well, this is the screw I use. I use an A32, fucking machine head screw. Why don't you use that screw? Well, that's a 1032. Some people that are listening to this that aren't trades with people, they'd be like, what the fuck are you talking about? Well, it's obvious. Like, of course you use that for that. Like, that's a step. That's a fucking step, you know? Like, everything. But, so you have it in you guys. But the problem is it's in you. And then you're mixing like a fucking bowl. You know, everybody's seen the matrix, right? You're going to take the red pill. You're going to take the, I don't know, is it, was it green or blue? Green, yeah. Green what and color? red, I think. Green I and think red. red. Yeah, well, if that makes sense, right? Stop and start sort of like green and red. It has more, you know. I think it's blue. I don't know. Is it? I don't know. Maybe it's the fuck knows. Um, but yeah, like you need to separate the two. And, and that's what we're after here at, at Profit, you know, Profit Contractors and turning you guys into champion CEO contractors is, is what are those things that you got to get out of your head? Uh, and, and instead of you having to fucking do it all, giving you guys the insights to go, hey man, it's 80% done here. Fuck, that totally makes sense. And all you got to do is tweak it. You know? And it's not just system, us giving you systems, it's the principles. Like right now, like guys, how many of you could stop right now? Let's look at what's going through everybody's minds right now. Like they're stressed out, there's anxiety. It's like, what am I going to do? Right. And then we fucking buy into all this, you know, the masters of marketing, which is the media. 
Like these guys make, these guys are making millions and billions and billions of dollars off of our fear. Right. And we, and, and some of it is real. Some of it is real fear that you should be worried about some of it, but a lot, there's so much of it. That's false expectations appearing real. So what has this got to do with anything? So, you know, on this point of stress and, and challenge and things of that nature, um, I'd highly advise that you guys either talk to somebody like, like Matt, right. To, to, so that you can get your mind to calm down. Right. Uh, I'm not saying you don't need to be concerned. You do, but guess what? We are fucking scrappers. We are fighters. We are resilient. This is the time I'll be straight up with you for those clients, for people that have been working with PFC, you know, those people are going to be okay. Why? Because they've built a business with structure, with a foundation. Does that mean that they're going to, you know, have the same sales this month as next month? No, huh. but they've set themselves up for survival to, to get through these tough times. Okay. Uh, because they have the right systems and the right structure, they have the ability to now fucking differentiate themselves big time, which they have already been doing against their competition. You know, so guys, I think, you know, getting the stuff out of your head, okay, all these emotions, all these thoughts that you have, get them on a fucking whiteboard, okay? Step number one, get it out of your head, okay? So let's go through a couple of steps. Is that cool? Matt, we do yeah. this? Okay, yeah, step yeah. number one, guys, step number one, get a goddamn whiteboard, get a piece of paper. I don't want to hear any bullshit excuses, okay? Fucking get a pencil, a prick your goddamn finger. I don't give a shit, okay? Get this stuff out of your head of what you're experiencing and what your emotions are right now. So I'm feeling anxious. I'm, you know, I'm scared. I'm this, I'm that. I'm angry. I'm fucking, you know, frustrated. Okay. Good. Great. Got those. Perfect. Now, now what are some of the things that are causing those anxieties? Well, I'm afraid that I'm not, I'm going to lose clients. Okay. Let's write that down. As soon as that starts happening, you've just started to switch from emotion to logic. Now we can start doing what? I said in the beginning of this podcast, one of the things is teaching you guys to ask yourself smart questions. That's the key. Then you can get the right answers. So now instead of going, man, you know, you know, it's going to be inevitable that I'm going to lose clients. Like, Wait a second. What, what, what are the things that we can do to use this as an opportunity? Like what, what could we do? You know, well, double down on your marketing. Like seriously, you, you guys are survivors. Like, if I lost my business right now today and somebody said, Andrew, you've got to put food on the table. And let's just say that's the priority. Like go back to the beginning, guys. Think about going back to the beginning. Do you guys, I knock on every fucking door. I go pump gas right now. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not you know, better than somebody else. I, I'll do whatever it takes. So go into this with like whatever it takes mindset. Right? Yeah. Reach out to all your fucking clients. You know, you know, people say to me, oh, restaurants are shutting down this and this. And look, you might come back and say, well, the restaurant won't let me in. But did you ever think about like going to all the restaurants going, this is the fucking best time for you to have maintenance done is when you're shut down. Mm -hmm. So we don't come in fucking grease guns on, on the food. I don't know. I, I don't know. Does that apply to electrical, HVAC, every fucking industry? I, I would say a lot. So what, what are you doing to fucking use this as an opportunity? Guys, you can get loans now for basically zero interest. This has never happened. And like, like this hasn't happened in a hundred goddamn years of this kind of situation. Well, how can you benefit from this? I got clients of ours. You know, we got a call today, like later on today with our clients. We're, we've got a whole list of these strategies, right? And I'm just going to give you guys just, just, just that one step of getting the logic out of your head. Say it was clients. Boom. 
How can we go about doing this? Now, is that going to solve all the problems? No. But you got to start solving something. And trust me, when you start solving something, you start getting stronger. But you've got to solve shit, right? Not freaking think shit. Because that's all you're going to have is, is just thinking crap all day. So, you know, that's, that's, that's huge. And, oh, God, I'm going to give you another, just one more. I hear it all the time. Oh, there's no good guys out there. Oh, yeah? No good guys out there. No A players, right? I'll tell you what. If you don't fucking use this time to fucking, I call it, recycle, right? Replace the Class C and Class D, Class B, Class B basic client, uh, team member, Class C can't deal with, or Class D fucking deadbeat team member. If you don't take the time to replace them with the A's that are actually going to be looking for work right now, then guess what? No offense. Don't take this the wrong way, but I'm just going to tell it as it is. And you don't deserve to have the fucking A players, dude. Because you, as you sat and told stories to yourself all fucking day, wanting to complain, you weren't solving anything. So for those that survive this, they're going to come out way stronger. They're going to use this as an amazing opportunity. And that's what these podcasts are about. You know, these podcasts are about really becoming a freaking true champion seal. Um, you know, and, and staying strong, staying tough, you know, and, and, and solving freaking problems, right? And becoming, you know, in my opinion, you know, dominating your fucking market. Like, guys, no offense. It is crazy easy to dominate your market. You're like, and what are you talking about, Andrew? Well, let me ask you this question. How many other contractors do you think don't know how to run a business? How many of them do you think are in chaos? How many of them don't know what an organizational chart is? They don't know how to read the financials. They don't know how to run fucking team meetings. They don't know how to market. I mean, come on, guys. They don't know how to hire. They don't know how to induct people. All of them. Well, imagine if you get that stuff in place. How can you not dominate? Right? This is not an industry where you're going up against a freaking accounting firm who knows how to run a business, who knows how to read numbers. Guys, you have the fucking unfair advantage. You, you, you know, if you went up against me when I was in those d days of fucking pain with my wife, you could have eaten my breakfast, man, because I didn't have a fucking clue what I was doing. I knew how to build automation lines. I didn't know how to run a business. You could totally could have impressed my clients better than I was. I didn't even, I didn't even think about that. I was just trying to get through the day. Right? So I know, Matt, any questions you got, dude? Just not right now here. i think we should wrap up i've got some stuff for next time i want to i want to go into at some point um on on the more on the more um sort of subtle side of how do you survive the self-analysis and the kind of look at yourself that's big that's a big thing we could probably do a whole podcast on so just let's leave a little it. let's freaking do it so guys right. listen i appreciate everybody listening in this is the this is the the kickoff session um i know we're just sort of rifting here but look at, I love you guys. I love freaking tradies. Um, you know, you're near and dear to my heart and myself, Matt, we're going to be bringing in lots of fucking expert speakers. You know, we got a whole handful of experts that we got as part of the PFC family and team. And, uh, we're going to, I'm going to do everything in my power guys to bring it as much as I can, you know, um, with tangible things that you can do. Hopefully you got some steps here. Like, you know, seriously, no excuses. Uh, shit that I want to give you guys and not just me, but 
the people that we bring on these podcasts, I'm not just going to, I just don't bring on anybody. Okay. I'm a pretty, I know Matt's on this because I trust him. Why? Because I've used Matt, right? Anybody that comes on these podcasts, you know, they've been filtered. You know, I don't need any jokers, any fucking people that's going to give you bullshit advice. Okay. Like advice that was given to me that almost fucking made me go bankrupt, you know, because it's in their best interests. Fuck, screw that. We're just going to bring the real deal. And, uh, you know, it is what it is. Uh, I, you know, I'm a bit of a cursor. Uh, I'm, I am who I am. If you like it, great. If you don't, as my dad would say, bugger off. And, uh, and that's it. So uh, we'll catch you guys on the next podcast. I guess that's it. Thank you, guys. Hey, guys. Catch you later. Cheers. Thanks, Matt. See you, bro.